The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Na, 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 come on. On this episode of the Heat Check, we've got the Lightyear boys talking about what's happening with Golden State. They just blew a lead to the Mavericks. Draymond's nowhere in sight. He's on his podcast. He's grinning from ear to ear with the TNT guys. And yet, he's not on the court. All right, Brock, let's drop that beat. All right, let's get this popping, man. Let's get this vibe going. Co-host of the Light Years Podcast, Andy Lou, Sam Espindiari. We're talking a little Warriors on a Monday night. Pot will probably come out on Tuesday because I'm not going to make my guy Brock not only sit here with his laptop open, but I'm not going to be a, a she-devil and make him edit this thing and put it on the podcast. So if you're listening to this, it's happening on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday! <laughs> what are you guys doing? What is going on? How do you end up losing a 20-point, 20 20, over 20-point 20 fourth-quarter lead to the Mavs? They're over here. You got Spencer Dinwiddie giving you the business. First off, Andy's Warriors lost the 20-point oh, lead. My. my Warriors were on the injured list. No. <laughs> it's, uh. it's been downhill, actually, since uh, since my victory lap in the beginning of the season for the Warriors. If you, if you checked in on the last 30 games of the Warriors, they've actually been more of a uh, seven-seed. Then they've been a two seed, right, uh, that they are right now. They've actually still got the second best record in the NBA. It doesn't feel like it. King Jaw tonight went for 52. We've got Steph still stuck at around 35, 37% from three. So it's been a, it's been a weird few months, actually, for the Warriors. You talk about slumping. It's, it's, uh, this is not a, this is not a um, what, what is it, Sam? This is not like a, a blip anymore. It feels like a trend almost with these guys. Yeah, it's like, well... I'm 50-50 on it because on the one hand, they're missing, you know, like Sunday they had no Draymond Green, no Klay Thompson. In theory, you should lose that game. On the other hand, when you're up 20 with <laughs> at the end of the third quarter, it doesn't really matter who you have. Like you should be able to just coast that one to a victory. And that's kind of like the dichotomy of the Warriors season. It's like we can tell ourselves like when Draymond comes back, um, when they, they figure it all out, like – I like the way the roster looks. But then on the other hand, you know, they James Wiseman is ramping it up and they plan to insert him and I don't know what that not, means. Guys, Random Wiseman. Guys, not, can I just say this? I have some I don't have a lot of intel in this business. <laughs> but 
I don't have a lot of intel. I don't because I'm I don't go to games anymore post pandemic. I don't talk to anyone mm. really. I'm just basically locked officially confirming you're not Woj. Got it. I'm not. Nope. I'm not Woj. I'm stuck into a studio mostly like for pretty much all of my life. But here and there, I get some sprinklings. I do not think James Wiseman is coming back this mm. season. I don't think so. And and that's not just my own imagination. I think that's that there's there's whispers. But, I mean, who knows? I, I think that the optimism of him playing, given how little time is left in the season, what what you would need, 20 games left in the season, get him ramped up, and then what? You do the Hashtag the ramp up, yeah. Hashtag the ramp up that's been happening all year <laughs> long with setback after setback, right? And then you've got, like, Kaminga, who's getting starter minutes as well. I just find it to be very, not concern, concern is not the right word. I would say puzzling that there are teams that believe that they can develop guys at the same time they're really There's only one team that believe that there these, and it's, these are not the these are not the actions of a team that are all in on winning the title right. in 2022. So like I'm with you and like even if we take a step back if Wiseman comes back he hasn't played basketball in a year right. and exactly. it, it, it's not like we're talking about a 10-year veteran here. It's, it's not like he's not Clay like, coming know, back. From the ACL, yeah, exactly. like he's Clay coming back. It's um, you know, it's a, he's not going to be ready to guard Nikola Jokic in eight games. Well, the sick part is that they actually kind of need him. That's really the sick part. I I don't mind that he's not ready to play. You kind of can't blame the kid. Uh, who could be ready? But the 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 really disgusting part is Bielitz is terrible. Uh, yeah. They didn't pick up a big in the trade market, and and they're not going to pick up a big in the buyout deadline that's coming up here. I think. I think it might have been today or tomorrow. So they're, they're not picking anyone up. Yeah, go on. DeAndre Jordan, they, guys. They could, actually. Well, uh, well I, I'd, rather, uh, I'd rather ride with Belly. Uh, uh, um, but, uh, but, but point stands. I just actually, that crossed my mind. What if they do get DeAndre Jordan? What if they do? That would be pretty nasty. Sickening. Sickening. What, what do you think happened? Like, why didn't uh, they go out and get a big? Because. You know, it looked like Rashawn Holmes was out there, right. possible, like definitely gettable. Sacramento doesn't feel like he works in the system with the trades that they've made. Um, you've obviously the big fish to try to go out and figure out, probably not going to be possible at the trade deadline for a Christian Wood type. But there are guys that you could certainly try to, maybe like even a Jalen Smith right. Um, right. from Phoenix. Kind of like uh, he, he ended up getting moved as well, like, do you think that there's some regret that they didn't try to do more with the center position given like the herniated disc or bulging disc for Draymond and kind of how Kavon has I mean there's not a lot of depth there either. Um yeah, I mean it's like where do we go with this one? It If I was to describe the Warriors, it's think of the most stereotypical Silicon Valley tech company possible. And that's their decision making. It's like they're more concerned with selling low <laughs> on it doesn't matter what it is. Wiseman, future pick, doesn't matter. Like then acknowledging like, okay, maybe maybe in a year and a half he'll be better than this and it you know, it might look bad, but this is gonna give us a better shot to win a title and let's let's be real, this is a pretty wide open year. Like do you do you think anyone is like an out and out favorite this year? Like, I think Milwaukee and Philly look good, but like, it's not the you know, it's not the nineteen ninety six Bulls. You know, it's no. not that sort of situation. I, I, so, 
the Warriors will will. I think they, yeah, they want to act like they're the smartest team in the NBA, and this is the way to do it. And they've got guys that that aren't going to push them, like Steph and Draymond aren't really like, oh, well, let's let's figure out how to get Miles Turner, which is actually I think the other name that was that was interesting yep. if you're talking about a that's guy, my guy like that, like that. That's a guy that they could have looked into. But end of the day, they're saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna rely on Draymond. He's gonna be the starting center when things when things are you know eight minutes left in crunch time. Right? Last night Draymond plays, they win. Last night Clay plays, they win. Uh, or two nights ago now. Um, so th- that's what they're relying on. They're saying, "Hey, we're gonna be, we're gonna be like the Spurs of a few years back, right? Let's just get to the postseason. We're gonna win fifty-five games, but as long as we get those three guys healthy, I would say that they're as good as a chance to win anyone and win a championship if those guys are healthy. Or, or just like the Spurs, where it's like, you know what? We're gonna stick to our plan. It might not hit the highest of highs, but we're also never gonna have." Uh, you know, like whatever the hell is going on with the Lakers this year with like, we're going to trade it all for, oops, Russell Westbrook, that type of thing. Like it's ride like the consistent, like we're going to trust that this is going to turn into some sort of 2014 perfect apex Spurs thing. Yeah, I think that the, the thing that is very obvious and evident is that there is no shot that Joe Lacob is mortgaging his future for one one possible title right now like I just or the next year for a two-year window there's just absolutely no possibility given the amount of rings that this team already has and the amount of finals that they went to he's like I'm not settling for just putting all the chips in and saying all right we're gonna essentially just try to to get one more to get one more ring that that incremental the diminishing returns that like big brain Silicon Valley economist (laughs) in them right there's just no that there's a pain point because in a year from now, say you even win the ring, you've got the parade, and it's like, what's next? There's now now we have now we have a very expensive Miles Turner and like 36 year olds all around. There, yeah, there's exactly there is Joe Lacob wants to win when Steph retires. Like he is thinking of, how, I mean, of course he does, but he's thinking of like, hey, we're not we're not doing the LeBron thing where LeBron leaves every team that he's ever been on and they're just to shit. Once he's once the Lake once LeBron's done with the Lakers, you know this year or next year, whenever they're done for four seasons, right? Lakeup does not want that to happen. Whether that's they're about the, to get that Maroon Five guy to just post himself in every jersey possible. Oh, man, is that like too deep of a cut? The, no, at this point? no, yeah. that's a it's a, it's a good it's a good one, good looking guy. Really, really, really went downhill though. Their music, but anyway, they're they're, they're <laughs> that's where he doesn't want to be. Joe Lakeup wants to say, I have Wiseman, Kaminga, and Poole. I could win without Steph. I, you know, I don't know. Who knows if that'll work out? But that's what he wants. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, though. I don't think in the history of of sports, outside of like Joe Montana, Steve Young, and Aaron hmm. Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, that you sort can, basically, yeah, that you can basically say, all right, well. There's going to be no gap between one dynasty and and another. That whole like we're going to cross over and have no, like no window of trashness. I wouldn't even call that mediocrity. I would say like a rebuild. It seems it seems like they believe that that's possible, and I don't know that it's proven itself to ever be possible in sports this outside is, of a couple anomalies. This is peak Silicon Valley. Winning isn't enough. They have to like. <laughs> big brain and yep. and break the whole cycle, yep. you know. It, like we were saying, most owners would be like, "I don't know, man. We're one of the three best teams here, and this move yep. gives us a title. 
Let's go for it, and we'll deal with 2025 when we get there, I, right? But not the Warriors. Oh. We're we're trying to intellectually beat the world, beat history. Actually, is what they're trying to do, <laughs> which is crazy because all this comes down to how good Steph Curry is. I mean, he's already shown to be one of the greatest players of all time. But if you want to bridge the gap between now and then. You're basically asking Steph Curry, who's now 33 years old, to be great for another three seasons. Because Kaminga's not going to be a superstar. Sam and I are high on him, but he's not going to be a superstar for another three seasons. Uh, Wiseman... If everything breaks right. Yeah, Wiseman even, you know, who knows, right? So you're basically asking Steph to say, be great for three more years, win one title... And then we're going to get these guys. Like that, that's what it always comes down to. Like It says nothing to do with how smart Joe Likeup is. It just, it's, it's how good Steph, Draymond, and Clay. It's what it always comes down to. And to me, it's like, I don't know. And I know that a big and a duo, it's that new reemergence, right? That, that James Harden, MB, that two-man game. There's, like, that's starting to become the shiny new toy again versus just guard play leading the way. But if you wanted, I guess, a, a crossover or you wanted like a, like to have that carry on, I don't understand. And we've talked about this a million times, so I'm not going to belabor it. If you were going to do that, you would have taken LaMelo because that would bridge the gap much easier oh, than Sam's favorite like, topic. The, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's like so old and tired, but that's what you would have done if you really wanted to bridge the gap. Well, and, the, and that's the other part because they're, they're – they, um, talk out of both sides of their mouths where they're like we're trying to bridge the future but he's a better fit and i'm like can you just be honest and be like you kind of misscouted the situation like you would have took lamello if you knew he was this good but you didn't you're a little timid you kind of you watched him you're like i don't know they can can barely handle jordan pool let's talk about like jordan pool right now (laughs) and lamello is 10 times better and, and also, they didn't draft him because they felt like LaMelo was going to be hard to coach. Let's be honest. And Jordan Poole right now, he didn't play last night. He played 19 minutes last night. Uh, guys like guys like JTA. He's, he's been having a hard time with uh, Clay coming back go. and his role being There's uh, the context. Pushed, pushed back, you know? Yep. Yeah. And they, they feel like, no, they feel like he's kind of a diva. And I think that's kind of how they probably felt about LaMelo Ball and why they didn't draft him. Uh, and right now, they, they like let's be honest, they need Jordan Poole. To, to win playoff games and right now Jordan Poole right now is not going to win him anything they're going to they're going to lose games with him out there he is he looks lost after starting like a uh, he was a 20 million dollar player to start the year right now he's a, he's I don't know he's mid-level how do you how do you get him back to being locked in because it feels like you know who's responsible for that is that like a clay you know, take him by the shoulder and mentor him and, like, take him on your boat and, like, take some Instagram videos? Or, like, how do you get him to that place? Because it seems like, you know, there's a big ego shot when Clay's been out for two seasons and your responsibility's gone up and all of a sudden that's been snatched away from you from someone who's, you know, very clearly deserves it, but still it's it's hard. Yeah, I mean, if you can if you could figure that out, you should have Seeker's job. So yeah. it's it's kind of um that's the other that's the other part of when while developing for the future that's tough. Um Jordan Poole does not have generational wealth. He's not Clay Thompson signing like a two hundred million dollar deal for eternity. And he also hasn't won three championships. Like Clay, Steph, those guys, like yep. they're they're made men in NBA history and they're playing for 
legacy and you know a bunch of stuff and like obviously you don't get to that point without being hyper competitive jordan Poole was the 28th pick and he's trying to get that next contract and kind of figure out who he is in this league and that's kind of the hard part about the whole like two timeline thing because i don't think clay or steph care about their stats like they're they know they're going to the hall of fame they know like the difference between them averaging like 24 and 21 points doesn't matter. Jordan Poole is at that stage of his career where it's like, no, actually, those two points per game are yep. the difference between $50 million on my contract or something like that. And that's... Um, or that's how he feels, I, right? Yeah, and you're right. Maybe, maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. But like until it's signed and in the bank right. account, right? I mean, Andy, I get, I get stressed over far smaller things. So I mean, twenty million dollars is 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 the rumor that he was going to get this season, right? And he's twenty two years old. You can understand it's not like he's the most mature person because shit. I mean, I remember me at twenty two. If you put in twenty million dollars in front of my face, I would have done some weird stuff. And I mean, and this and this right now, I'm sure Jordan Poole is not. Happy. This is all off the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this, take this. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I'm sure he's not happy. Like, who who would be happy about this? At the same time, I guess the solution for me. Just let him play. Like, cut yeah. it out with the, the tough love stuff. Like, you are not – Steve Kerr is not – you're not a college coach. This is the NBA. Like, so what's the deal with that? He's basically, like, saying if your attitude's not right, I'm just not going to play you? Or what's the deal? <laughs> that – I mean, like I, I don't know how else – I don't know how else you read it. Like, like yeah, it. last night's a perfect example. Yep. Okay. Um, Clay Thompson's not playing. Draymond Green's obviously not playing. They start Moses Moody and GP two, like against the Mavericks. It's when you start those two. That's like we're doing everything in our power to make sure yep. Jordan Poole does not start, especially Moody. And, and then, um, what did you say? Nineteen minutes. Yeah, nineteen minutes. Right. Nineteen minutes. Yeah. Um, he he kind of was slow off the bench. It just, you watched when he was in there too. Pouting. You could tell he was a little like, yeah, pouting's a great way to put it. Um, it. It seems like it was, it wasn't about like, we think you're, you know, sloppy handling the ball. It felt very much like an interpersonal thing. Yep. So, Yikes, yikes. <laughs> My, yeah, I mean, that's definitely like something that people aren't talking about is the, is the like shifts in culture with guys coming in and out of the lineup and that new guard versus old guard and trying to bridge right. the gap and like Kaminga getting a lot of minutes when very clearly he's helping you lose games right now even though he's a highlight machine. My question though is like Draymond has just been out for way too long. Draymond, yeah. Draymond is also way too happy. For someone that's been out for way too long and it is yeah. very weird either he's cool being an inside the nba tnt analyst with with our guy shack and 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 chuck or he's back next week right or shout out to the show charles barkley yeah, friend of the show yeah. charles yeah you can make a lot of like what is he 25 million right now i'm sure he gets you know a lot doing it like, i i just it's hard sam and i are very confused because for someone that is uh supposedly out for another month he's a pretty cherry guy yeah. Yeah, it's it's the tone I have I have a very hard time thinking he's not coming back. Like he, he just he sounds like he's not concerned about it. Like we we can compare it. Remember when Kevin Durant was hurt in 2019 during the playoffs? Oh boy. Media yeah. silence. 
They literally like to... walled us off. Yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Or like, you know, uh, even James Wiseman with the Warriors uh, oh, yeah. walled off all that sort of Meanwhile, Draymond, like media sessions are like, give me the microphone. I'm about to do stand-up comedy and tell you about how much I'm going to dominate when I'm back. Like he, he, he doesn't have that like, I'm done for the year vibe. And, you know, he's an athlete and he's a competitive person. Doesn't mean he's potentially wrong, but he's he's absolutely operating like it's not a big deal and I'll be back in mid-March, which is a timeline that everyone's floating out there right now. And I think t- for, for the Warriors, too, if, if you're going off of what you're saying, which is like, let's just get to the postseason with everybody healthy. Let's just load manage. Like, we got the number two seed. And we know, like, the Suns aren't going to make any headway. They're having issues of their own. The only team we really need to worry about right now is Memphis Mm -hmm. in the West. And, like, if we can just get to the playoffs sort of completely full strength, that's why it feels like they're holding Andre Iguodala out as well. It's kind of like we're going to get our old guys. They're all on ice. They're in the cryogenic chamber until maybe not even in the first round, depending on who we actually play. Uh, and maybe like a slow ramp up period, but with load management. Is that kind of how it yeah. feels like to you? Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, if you told me that the Warriors are playing an NBA, for some reason, an NBA Finals game next Friday, I can 99% guarantee you Draymond's out there. Andre Godala's out there. I mean, Clay obviously is out and Steph's out there. Like, it, it feels like to me that's exactly what they're doing. Um, but it doesn't mean that these issues aren't still issues. Like, they can't freaking score. In crunch time. Yeah. That is the number one issue for this team. They can defend. They still got Steph. They've got Clay right, but they cannot score in crunch time. They just teams will throw three at Steph and they've got no one. Andrew Wiggins is is it's Draymond going into a dribble handoff with someone who's trying to go into another dribble handoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dudes throwing each other the fucking ball with no nothing being done. It just I, I think that's gonna be an issue regardless of whether guys come back or not. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say, too, is it's like you now have Steph in what is very clearly a shooting slump. Oh. Like 17 straight games of, like, what is he shooting? 35% from three, worst of his do career. Numbers, do numbers even matter anymore? Yeah, yeah. No, I oh, mean, boy. for Steph, no. I mean, when you see him do what he did in the All-Star game, it shows you that he can turn it on. Obviously, that kind of feels mental, though, to me, to, to a degree. Like, I, th- I saw your tweet, Sam, where it was like, Warriors fans are seeing this being like, oh, is Steph now going to be on a heater for the rest of the season because this is the moment where it's like right. you've woken up and been like, oh, I actually can get out of this mental fog. But then now he goes back to very competitive play, and it's still kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's like, I mean, so he can still obviously shoot the ball. Uh, but yeah, it's I mean, like it's not, um, in, not in debate. I think yeah. It's it's like, um, do you think he's worn down? Do you think it's finally teams catching up because like they do play some pretty disgusting lineup combinations around them. Like a lot of like, yeah, yeah, dude, we're gonna throw three guys at you and dare Moses Moody to hit four threes. You know, like <laughs> go for it, Mo. You know that sort of thing. Um, is it a you know just a random variants and like that sort of thing like i don't know um but it's it's weird because i've never seen him have this prolonged slump like usually his slumps are two weeks we all kind of concern troll like oh my god what steph he's shot 38 percent for four games in a row 
And then next thing he knows, he goes like on a heater, right? You know, like that sort of thing. He reads, he reads every tweet about him sucking <laughs> from three. He is, he is a half time. He is a half time tweet reader. We right. know that for a fact. I, but look, so, I, I think – I don't know. I, I think he's going to be under 40% for the first time in his career. Um, he's 30, 37 and a half right now. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. Like it is it is, it is, is a problem. Relax, 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 Joe. Like, no, no, you know. I don't know. I might want to trade him. Um, I don't know. I, you know, they, they have more pressing concerns. But last night he had two open threes at the end of the game. He missed both. So I, missed I just I, – you know – I can't get too mad at someone like Gary Payton missing shots or Damian Lee missing shots because those guys are Gary Payton and Damian Lee. But, you know, Steph's missing open shots down in the fourth quarter. That's, you know, we don't see that very often. It would be interesting for me, I thought. That's what, right? that's what he saves for the playoffs. Yeah, man. you would think. You could, you know, he, he does play well, well in the – Relax, relax. Just <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she couldn't wait uh, to throw that one. I, I don't know. I we'll, we'll see. I always think if he had last season – Steph, he shot like that this season. It'd be interesting to see what the Warriors' record would be. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he just needs Draymond back. Just something about the passes Draymond throws to him. Maybe it's that. Just comfortable, as they, as the kids say, comfortability yeah. with the line. Just getting guys. I mean, Clay obviously is going to be a great safety valve when when teams blitz Steph in the playoffs. Something that he hasn't had in a couple of years. Like, so I guess what what's the temperature right now? Where where are you guys at? You, it seems like you guys are um, cautiously right down the middle. Um, like room temperature? I'm I'm not particularly concerned. Like, um, you're like Palo Alto weather, Sam, right now. Like room temp is that is that? Well, I'm thinking more water. Yeah. To be frank, oh, okay. like you you know, it's like you, you turn the water a little warm yeah. because you want to. I don't know. Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? Be lazy. Okay. And, and it's you like put your hand you like this. Yeah, okay. It's like yeah, exactly. Okay. It's no, not quite, not quite bath. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I, maybe I like my baths warmer than me. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's like yes, it is bathtub weather where I'm just like you know, hmm, gonna go with it. I'm not in love with everything that's going on, but until someone tells me that they are injured or something weird is happening, I'm gonna side off you know we will see the, the rest of the nba is just not it's they're just not it's no nobody's scary out there that's that's really the big thing for me is you got milwaukee that's got drumming dude yeah yeah the, the, yeah, the nets uh, who knows right we've been saying that for three years now uh you've got you've got the bucks who are struggling they're gonna lift they're gonna lift the mandate yeah joe side sure Kyrie will yeah i'm sure Kyrie will find a new reason to not play <laughs> Um, the, load management the, through non-vaccination. Sixers might be the team right now if you have to pick a team. Yeah. The Sixers with James Harden might be the team right now. That's the best team in the NBA to win a championship. Is that not the craziest shit you've ever seen? Where James Harden consistently looks fat and slow and unathletic, and then all of a sudden he gets traded in the first game. He plays. He looks like an MVP. It's something that is a skill to be able to look as bad as he did and to brick shots that he hits with ease <laughs> to then hit these like contested step back threes from 30 feet playing. I don't know. That's just maybe one of the more remarkable, impressive swings in skill level. Well, he's done it several times. Time. Yeah, it's like not his first rodeo. Yeah. Seven. Seven or eight times. <laughs> he's yeah, just a yeah. serial like. 
I was gonna do a dating comparison, but I don't even think I could do it because he's just just, just bouncing he's, back. You know who James Harden is? Is Je- James Harden is West Elm Caleb? <laughs> I don't even know if I. <laughs> what? Look up West Elm Caleb. He was the guy who matched with uh, a bunch of girls in in New York City. It went super viral on TikTok. I'm surprised you don't know who he is. And then he like has a bunch of dates and goes on maybe one date, doesn't sleep with them, sends them like a dick pic, and then ghosts them. Wow. And then and then does it again and again and again. Like all of Manhattan had wow. had uh, sounds had like Sam and his younger year. No, I'm kidding. No, and then for him to say, oh, I'm actually one of the best teammates in the NBA was shameless. just... Fucking shameless. It was shameless. Shameless. NBA superstars are shameless. A... All of them. They are. There's nobody I'm more gonna shameless. I'm going to give you a rollie. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the strip club, give you a rollie, and that makes me a really good teammate. <laughs> the, um, the, the dick pic after their first date is is very much a hard move it's like you know I, <laughs> dropping dropping 40 with 10 assists yeah letting you imagine the possibilities right. <laughs> but but then but it leads to nothing and it you're leads like to, it leads it to leads nothing to, it literally was like all i have is this photo in my phone now i don't even know <laughs> you you don't even respond you go green bubble and all i have <laughs> All I have is this phone of you in your bathtub, and I can see your uh, little knee. In uh, warm water. In lukewarm In warm water. <laughs> this is what we get for an 11 p.m. <laughs> Eastern podcast, I guess. That's All right, so Warriors go to the finals, yes or no? I go first. I think yes. I think yes. I think the Warriors, the Western Conference is not very good. Uh, I don't love the Suns, and Memphis is a year or two away. Memphis reminds me of the Warriors. Back when the Warriors were coming up, uh, the team that lost to the Spurs in the second round. So I think yes. Cop out question Stop. because I think there's a uh, really good chance that they go to the finals. I think they're going to get the shit kicked out of them by the Grizzlies or, or sorry, um, the Bucks the or one of like the Eastern Conference teams. Or the Sixers. But I do think they have a very realistic chance to make it through the West. If they get beat by a Western Conference team, who is it? Oh, we're giving the same answer. This is lame. <laughs> I think it's the Grizzlies, though, Sam. I think it's the Grizzlies. I think it's yeah, the Grizzlies. I think they beat the Suns. I think they're a good matchup for the Suns. I think they understand what Chris Paul's going to do. He's not that much of a problem. You know who's a problem? John Morant and that team that can run up and down and play small ball with them. I think if they lose, they lose to Memphis. If they get to the Western Conference Finals, I think they beat the Suns. Yeah, I'm I gonna, think... Go I'm going to give, um, give a dark horse answer to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, stop! So, you are sick. Maxi Kleba is going to kick him out. Maxi Kleba. <laughs> I think what so. A- Spencer Dinwiddie game winner? Oh, Series ender? Spencer Dinwiddie? Oh. NFT? The NFT Crypto. shot that was... We're, you know, oh, I'm, I'm pivoting. So, you know, I'm going full crypto. We got to go with the crypto god. Oh. Crypto god. And, like, he'll do it. He's got to have, like, have an NFT step back. Like, yes. That's got to be the move. It's just... I, I'm, obviously, I'm with Andy. I think Memphis is the more likely one. But like, if you're asking me to pick a dark horse, I'm not ruling out Dallas and Denver. Denver. Um, we're. Mm-hmm. I I just want to make it clear, it won't be Phoenix. <laughs> that's that's all I want to go with. Yep. And you should definitely keep your eye on JaVale McGee because he's going to look to get some money. I bet he wants to come back, and he's the number one role man right now in the NBA. You could use him. 
That was a mistake. That was a miscalculation. I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the Warriors ever run a pick and roll. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, uh, tepid bath water here on the heat check. It's the bath bathtub check here at 11 p.m. on a Monday. Thank you, boys, for joining me. We will definitely check back in. Now I know that this is the time that you guys can come on. It's just late night vibes. It's just late night vibes. It's it's for the better. Thanks for the better. Thanks, I know I like I like you this way. It's like a little slurry. <laughs> it's like a little slurry, and I'm not sure if it's just tiredness or if it's a cocktail. But I really don't we care. Don't, which. We just don't I care don't. I don't care. Puka, whatever, whatever you're up to, I love it. You know. Thanks. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. We're not judging. We're not judging. Thanks, boys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.